What is going on, good people? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. I got a good fellow of mine, a good man, a guy that knows sports, a guy that ran track. So he's not only fast with his words, but he's also fast on the track and field, man. I'm going to let him introduce himself so he can breeze right through and we can get to the topic. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. How y'all doing? My name is DeAndre Brown. Um, as he said, I did run track. I also played football. Um, and yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Boy in the house. Yay, yay. <laughs> but today, Dre, we're going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to talk about the truth about the Raven, what they need and what they don't need, who they need to let go and who they need to just let go. First, we need to talk about the offensive line. Villanueva got to go. I know we in a, a, a contract dispute with um, Ronnie Stanley. I think we're trying to ask him to restructure his contract, but I think, you know, it's not going to happen. He's going to be here for a while. Um, he needs to fill it in himself that he can't come back for a while. He needs to be gone for at least a year because he he's not fully grasping how injured he is. He got my quarterback killed this year. And it wasn't just on him, but the majority of the time it was him and Villanueva. Our tackles are shitty. They can't block nobody, and that's going to be a problem. So the Ravens, the first agenda is to, is to look for some decent offensive linemen for the cheap that are pretty good, especially tackles, that are pretty good and can hold hold their own. And I think, go ahead. I think uh, to perfect the tackles in the draft, because in the draft, there's a lot of good tackles. I heard there's one from Georgia. He's a really good tackle. And that's where we seem to uh, grow, like in the draft, in the draft with offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you say uh, Ronnie Stanley, like, with playing football, you don't want to sit out and hurt. Like, he's one of the, he's one of our great offensive linemen, so he kind of forced himself to come back. And like you said, he do need to sit out because the ankle injury is, like, it's a big thing. It's, it's unknown. That, that can actually end their career. So, I mean, like you said, yeah, definitely. An ankle injury is nothing to play with because it can always turn to some torn ligaments in your ankle and this and that. And sometimes you need to like you need to make a business decision sometimes too. You come back and you're no good for the team. You're only hurting the team. So sometimes you got to step away from football, get yourself fully healthy, and come back and be dominant. You still have years on your contract. For me, I mean, if I was his agent, I'd be like, well, kind of robbing robbing Peter to pay Paul for real. Basically, you're robbing the Ravens just to keep the money, but you're hurting the team as a whole. And I get it. You know, we as football players, you know, I used to play football myself in high school. Sometimes you got to know when to say, you know what? I'm going to take time out to get myself really healthy so I can be even better for my team. Um, sometimes that's, that works, and sometimes that don't. And it's only because the simple fact is they're going to think you're abandoning them. They're going to think you, you know, not being with the team. You see what I'm saying, Dre? Yeah, I feel you. It's all a team effort and a team work. 
Um, but Villanueva, he has to go because it's a lot of things he, that he should have did that he didn't do. Um, we saw him missing blocks. It seemed like on purpose during different games, like say the Chiefs, he was missing blocks, key blocks. And we got people in our division with good defensive linemen. So it's a lot of work that needs to be done with our offensive line, especially our tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's only, it's only getting worse in our division. We got to face Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Trey Hickerson, uh, Henderson. It's just, it's a lot going on on that right side. So we just need a stable right tackle and a good backup left tackle or Ronnie Stam to mm-hmm. understand his place. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one, but we can't say, you know, it's on purpose because, you know, everybody goes out there and try their best. It's just yeah. he, was, he was just exposed to, you know, when uh, when you're like six seven, it's kind of hard for you to you know bend down and like block. But the thing is, every time you block high, it's easy for the defensive lineman to lift you up off your feet. And so once you off your feet, you got you, it's nothing to do. All you gonna do is get pushed on your butt. So the thing is. We need better tackles. We need better – I would say we need to reload on the offensive line. Yep. But the only thing about that is is this draft doesn't have that many – you know, it's not as fulfilling as last year's draft. You know, if we had the same draft capital as we did last year, like far as, you know, 14th overall pick, I think we could have got something very special. But, you know, it's early. The draft is in April, so only time will tell. Um, now, as far as the defense, uh, we definitely need to load on defensive linemen because I feel as though the Ravens are not really going to push to re-sign uh, Kalea Campbell. Um, and it's only because, you know, he's getting up there in age. His reduction is starting to slowly decline. He makes big plays here and there. We need more of a consistent basis. Um, Derek Wolf, I know we let him go. He definitely skipped out on the whole season. That's also played a, a big part on the uh, Ravens health wise. I know, I know you're saying get rid of Calais Campbell. And I know he's like kind of injury prone right now, but. You got to think what he did since he came here to the Baltimore. It was not, a, not even just the veteran presence that he that he did, but he blocks field goals. Mm-hmm. He it, it's they double team so our other defensive linemen can uh, do their job as well. Yeah. Now Derek Wolf, I, I understand that it was it just felt like he just couldn't get better with his back or whatever was wrong with him. Yeah, and I, and I feel you on that one. You know, you bring up a good point. You know, he made good plays, but we need more consistency, you know, with him. And and I think, you know, he did his job with the Ravens. He's shown the young guys the tools of the trade. That's why I like when we picked up Justin Houston. You know, he showed Odafe, Owe. You know, it's not always about speed and power. Sometimes it involves technique, too, but it doesn't hurt to have speed and power as well. 
So right. I think the Ravens are going to uh, – I'll be surprised if they re-sign him. I wouldn't be mad because I already know what we got with him. But I wouldn't be shocked that they let him go along with, you know, we got a lot of free agents that people will say we would, we would love to have, but we got to, you know, let go. Uh, we definitely need to let go of Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith got to go. And like I said in my previous podcast, this man ain't been good for the last decade or so. And when we played against the Rams, that was the best game I've seen him play in his, ten- in his tenure at the Ravens. So... We need to see how Marcus Peters comes back because typically when players that rely on speed come back from ACL well, ACL injuries or I think yeah, it's ACL, um, they usually come back a little slower. But the thing is, these guys got hurt way before the beginning of the season, so only time will tell. Yep. Um, I mean, you're right because I had an ACL injury. And that actually stopped me from playing football. And it's kind of, I think, for the guys who tore their ACL, like J.K., um, Gus, and Marcus Peters, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's going to be like a, a shock thing. Like, am I going to be my old self, or am I going to am I going to overwork myself and re-injure myself again? So. I mean, like you said, it's going to be only time will tell. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you get scared sometimes. You know, um, Flacco, when he got injured, he wasn't really the same. You know, he got scared. He couldn't really play on that foot. He didn't know what to do. And and I'm glad you brought up that point because a lot of people don't know what it's like to have that injury. So if you can give us, like, a brief history on that injury, like, how did it make you feel? How did it feel when you tore it? If you don't mind. So, so like, I had my, my freshman year of college. I went to a school in PA called Tail. And um, when I taught mines, like, at, at first you just become, like, I was depressed a little bit because I'm missing my sport. And it's like, you're just at the surgery. You're just not doing nothing. Like, you'll rehab, but it's like, you're not doing nothing. You're just seeing your teammates play. And you're like, I want to get back out there. But at the same time, you're like, I just don't want to hurt myself again. So the rehab process is long, hard. And, uh, it's going to test you, test you uh, if you want to do it or not. So, I mean, it's, very, it's just very hard, very hard to deal with because, like, sometimes still my knee kind of, like, buckles and give out on me, but. And some people, and they might have to play with a brace on, so that might slow you down. So, I mean, it's just how you bounce back from the injury because these doctors are, like, these surgeons are very good nowadays. So I feel like as long as they rehab good and come back good, because mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins said he's he's ready to go. Gus Edwards said he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. So... But the thing about Gus Edwards is he's lost all that weight and strength that he had when he played, when he was healthy. So the thing is, he was injured when he was in college. He, um, that's why he fell down in the draft stocks. Um, the thing about it with me is when I see certain players come back, and the only player I've seen that come back that was fully healthy, that was ready to go, that was the man, was Adrian Peterson. But, you know, that's that's a once-in-a-lifetime guy right there. And yep. 
I don't know. I just will JK's Dobbins have that speed, that burst, that second gear? Will Gus Edwards still have that never go backwards kind of mentality? I don't know. I mean, time will tell. I mean, but you see Cam Akers that played for the Rams in the beginning of the season, he tore his Achilles. And they said he'll be out for the whole he he they said he'll be out for the whole season. And he played he just came back in five months and played one of the best games he ever had. So it just like I just give it like if you have the talent and have the mentality just to work hard and come back, it doesn't matter if you lose all that weight. Just if you continue your uh, explosiveness, explosiveness, because you're uh you can come back and and uh be strong. Like Cat Makers lost a lot of weight, you can see it, and he came back never skipping a beat, jumping over guys and let his team to a win. So it's just how you bounce back from it. True, true, true. And I'm just one of those people that was waiting to see, but I'm also one of those people that saw, you know, what it, what it takes to get over that injury. And you, you know, you're one of the guys that experienced that injury. So when you've seen people come back, you've seen people not come back. So that plays a part in that too. Um, same thing with Marcus Peters as well. You know, smart guy, a gambler, where he had that extra speed to pick off passing. So I like the mindset that Chuck Clark came in with. Uh, watch us next season. Um, I'm one of those people that I want to see what the front office is going to do. I want to see what the scouts are going to do. And then I want to see us make it to at least uh, – what is that? What is that thing? Um, preseason, uh, training camp. I want to hear all the good news. You know, I want to see other things. Lamar, you know – a lot of people don't want us to give Lamar all the money that he deserves, but we can't do that because we have to give up the money that Lamar deserves. He's a young MVP. He's an all-pro. He's a two-time right, pro listen, man. Led the league, in, Led the league in passing touchdowns. You know, was in the top tier for passing yards, not to mention led his team to the, the uh, playoffs multiple times. Let me let me quote the the legend Deion Sanders. Pay that man because without Lamar, you seen what we did without Lamar Jackson in our offense. With Lamar and everybody healthy, mm -hmm. we was gonna be a dangerous team. With everybody coming back next year, and like Lamar is not even worried about the money. He said it this season. He's not worried about the money. He wants to fulfill his promise and give us a Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's just up to it's just up to health and death because we're a scary team when everybody's healthy. Yeah, and I agree with everything you said, but, you know, when I really think about it, Lamar, in order for us to get the ultimate goal, Lamar has to do these, these very simple things. He has to be confident. He has yeah. to read the defense. He has to be able to command the offense. Those three things of what I've seen this whole season. When I look at Tyler Huntley, um, I like him, but a lot of people out there are saying, oh, he should replace Lamar Jackson. Nah, I don't think that because Lamar Jackson has the capabilities to get us to the Super Bowl. The thing is, what the thing is, I'm starting to see Mark Andrews is starting to get it. Bateman is starting to understand. 
you know, towards the end of the season, I think the team really understand how much they missed Lamar Jackson, how much they kind of needed him this year because they were one or two plays away, and those one or two plays could have been done by Lamar Jackson. And you could say it the opposite way too. One or two plays, you know, we wouldn't have been in this situation. Lamar Jackson's box office. Everybody knows this. I just want the team to finally catch up to him so we can win as a team and not everybody always say, man, we won because of Lamar Jackson. We won because, you know, Axon Jackson. But go ahead. I just feel like we need a better, like, they need a better understanding with the offensive coordinator because Greg Roman, I, I'm i going to give him the benefit of the doubt because everybody was hurt and it wasn't the plan and everything for the season. But I feel as though Greg, Greg Roman and the whole offense needs a new like understanding because we just look clueless. Wide receivers are running into each other. Not running the same like right wide receiver down the field. Yeah, wide receivers running the same route. Nobody's like really doing anything different. Everybody's bunched together. Like when we played against the Dolphins, why is it Lamar attacking the middle? That's a piece on Lamar. Like why it feels as though we run the same plays and Lamar Jackson said it last year. They know yep. the plays we running. If we continue to run the same plays, we're going to continue to lose games. So I need Greg Roman to sit in the office, scratch all the offense he had before, and come up with something new. Because they haven't figured it out. Yeah, And put more plays in that Lamar wants to run. Not necessarily Greg Roman wants to run. I want to see what, how far Lamar has grown as a QB and as a player. If I was Lamar Jackson, I would go to the coach and be like, Coach, I want to implement some plays myself. And why is it taking it so long for Lamar Jackson to get the play, to run the play, and then we always have a delayed game every time? Penalties is killing us. If anybody thinks that penalties don't kill a, a team's drive, ask the Cowboys. They have 14 penalties. That's a, that's tied for the most in postseason history. Why is it that the Ravens can't seem to get, figure out the plays? And why are we why are we running screens on third and long? Like like we running screens, curls, hitches on third and long. What is that going to do for us? Like, I know we got a great. Uh, no, go ahead. I know we got a great punter in Sam Cook and everything, but it's just where we got two expl. We got a we got so many explosive, speedy wide receivers that need to be let off the leash. So why not throw the ball down the field? Lamar showed he could throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. And he needs so, to get, he needs to get better with that too. His accuracy needs to get yeah. better. He needs to work on that. Like you said, we got explosive receivers. Like I said, how I would run my offense is we run in no huddle. I like no huddle when the Ravens run no huddle because the defense can't stop it. I mean, they're going to gamble and guess. And when they gamble and guess wrong, they play over the top. Put Hollywood Brown in the slot. They can't mess with it. They can't match his speed. They're going to have to put a safety or they're going to have to put somebody on him. He will be the mismatch. Bateman on the outside, Bateman's possession over receipt, or even if you want to put Bateman in the slot. Bateman's big. He big hand, big body. Let him catch the ball. He's our receiver number one. 
That's what it's looking like because he's shown that he's dominant enough to get the ball and make big plays. And for viewers that didn't watch, you know, I saw a little bit with him and Lamar in the Chargers game. He took over, really. I mean, yeah, we, we threw that Lamar, and he caused Lamar to throw an interception, but he was taking over. That that pass he caught, that was five yards, and he turned it into 15. But the fact that when we played against, uh, I think we played against the Browns, and we marched down the field. I just need my team, my team, to come up with that same energy they had with these last few games. All these games, the last few games that we lost, we could have, we could have went undefeated. We could have beat the Browns. We could have beat the Steelers. We could have beat the Rams. We could have beat the, the Packers. We possibly could win the Super Bowl this year. So I know we have the capability of winning big games. I just need my team to put it together. And who better get to do that? Than John Harbaugh. If I'm John Harbaugh, at the like when it gets closer to you know mini camp, we having a meeting, we sitting down, I'm like what y'all want? I want us to get another Super Bowl. Lamar, you said you're gonna bring us a Super Bowl. I need you to be a man of your word and practice what you preach. Mark Andrews, you need to show up on every game, man. You can't have no games off. You specifically can't have no games off. And who else? I need the Ravens to let go all them running backs, man, because they ain't good for us. Besides, maybe like one, maybe two, you know. Okay, this Murray, but he's going to get money elsewhere. Yeah, a lot of the running backs that we picked up are going to get a second chance, you know, if we let them go. If I was the Ravens, I know the Ravens going to pick up a running back either in free agency or later in the draft. I'm fine with that. Um, receivers are good. We need to pick up a corner. I think we should pick up the corner from either from Cincinnati or Georgia. Either one of those corners are small, but at this at this time we need corners. We need to we need to reload our corner depth. And Eric Picasso, you can't let nobody go no more. I don't care if you're trying to please everybody. Nah, we ain't about that. Sometimes you gotta let them ride out their contract. That whole thing you did with uh, what's his name, Jalen Hurts. I mean, uh, yeah, the tight end and. Orlando Brown, you gotta just let that let them write up their contracts. You feel me, Dre? Yes. Um, but we have a chance of getting Hayden Hurst back because he's becoming a free agency, and he's rumored to come back to the Ravens on a cheaper price. So I mean, we could have a dominant three tight end set again. So I mean. It's just up to Eric DaCosta and the Ravens on what they want to do. Because as our fans, we we behind them every step of the way. You feel I me? Mean? And one thing, one last thing. Please calm down on the rumors about signing. I don't know if you heard this about signing Tyron Matthews. He, I don't think he's leaving the Chiefs. Um, I don't. We don't have enough money to pay him. Yeah. And I yeah, like definitely. I like the Sean Elliott. Uh, no, I no. See, that's why I gotta stop you right there, man. I love Deshaun Elliott. I loved him when he was in college at the University of Texas. Uh -huh. um, I told people he was gonna be a great fit for the Ravens. Nobody believed me. And then when my man called me and told me we drafted him, I was so excited. Um, the thing, and I'm gonna bring this to a conclusion. I mean, to wrap this up a little bit. We have two strong safeties back there. And what that means is strong safety is typically the guy that's closer to the line of scrimmage, like an extra linebacker. The Ravens need a free safety. 
We haven't had a, a tremendous playmaking safety back there since those few years we had of uh, Earl Thomas, let alone Ed Reed. Ed Reed. The Ravens need a free safety that can catch. Nobody in our secondary can catch. Nobody. And that's a problem. We, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, have our momentum when we make teams turn the ball over. So I think the Ravens have a lot of work to do with this draft, and we're going to let them do the work. But eventually, they got to do everything we said they're going to do. And, Dre, I appreciate you coming on my podcast, man. You spread the truth with, along with me and viewers. If you're a Ravens fan, hey, man, just be humble right now. Just take that L that we took this season. We're going to bounce back. But we got to be patient. We got to be patient because it's going to take a lot of work. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson, Jr. See you.